The fighting's over, but the kissing has just begun. Get in this ring. Get in the ring. You get down on your knees, and you're gonna kiss my ass. Come on, I'm not gonna pull these bad boys down. Sure as hell is gonna kiss my dimpled ass. You wanna see an asshole? He's gonna get one. Come on. I don't know if I wanna Come see on, this. Rick. So it's XXX, it's triple X, down for glory. That's kissing your ass! Now is the time! Now is the time! Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. My name is Joey. And my name is Chris. And, uh, yeah, so we did all WWE last week because we had just come back from Hell in the Cell, so figured it's appropriate since they were making such a big deal out of it. We should talk about TNA this, uh, this go-around yes. as the focal point, uh, if you will. Yes, the, the turning point, if you will. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, that's one that, of the papers, that's, that's in a few months, I think, okay. yeah. I like how it's always called turning point. It's like, do they have to reset their shit every year because it gets so bad? <laughs> this is this is it. We swear you're going to be entertained by this. I wouldn't count on it. Uh, all right. So well, were, you, were you entertained by this week's or this last week's the live TNA? Uh, uh, what is it? The Road pe- to like Bound a, for Glory, or whatever it was called. Yeah, Road to Glory, or yeah. is the Bound for Glory pep rally on ten eight ten or whatever? No, it was a. Uh, that would be ten six ten because everybody ten 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 ten. Was I it swear the seventh. Yeah, it's whatever. Friday would be the eighth. Yeah, I shouldn't have even started that whole <laughs> thought. I, it was in my head, and I shouldn't have said it out loud. But anyway, <laughs> I, I'm going to try to come up with some positive things, because I will say on an overall basis, completely ran out of gas for me by the end. I thought it was boring. And, uh, it, yeah, it just... I mean, like, I love me a battle royal. You know me. As I long do, as you know I me. I do know you. I, you say that almost every day that I see you. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like, well, Battle Royal this week. Come on, people. Let's make <laughs> it's it happen. My, it's my tag team turmoil. Yeah. I even get a little excited because I, it's hard for me to get excited during like a WWE Divas match. I get excited when I find out it's a Battle Royal. Does that make it? Because I guess I just don't have to see them quote unquote wrestle as right. much. There's an excuse for them not to wrestle in yeah. that instance. And it's it can be slightly exciting because sometimes you slightly. don't know who they're going to make a contender because I true. don't think they even know from day to day who they're going to like in this thing. That's true. Maybe it's like, hey, maybe this is Gail Kim's night. You know, come on. Or no. Natalia's night. Maybe. It, it was this week, but that's that's a whole other fed. Yeah, we'll get to that later. The thing, uh, Some positive things because this was kind of our our reboot TNA show because yes. I said well let's start with this one let's start watching again consistently if we can possibly do yeah, that yeah I can see I, I set my DVR I had it set to series record TNA and eventually there was I was a few weeks behind I was like alright I'll catch up I'll, I'll start watching them again and then I got to five episodes and six and eight and then my DVR filled up and the first thing to go is going to be TNA so I just deleted all of them so it's been probably like four or five months since I've watched uh, Impact yeah, and I don't know what this says about me, but I I actually wound up listening to like our last ten shows yep. while we were on hiatus here, and you actually said something very telling. You said if we didn't do this show, I wouldn't watch TNA. Yeah, well, you actually said that, and yeah. this was during that big Monday Night War. I don't night. even remember saying that. Yeah, so because we got so like two three weeks into the Hogan regime, we got so fed up. 
you actually said if we didn't do this show, I wouldn't. I probably would not watch this show I consistently. Guess, I guess that just means I always speak the truth. Yeah, you always do, sir. I keep my word. Yes, I did not watch. I so like, yeah, I was a little. I was a little not really confused, but just wondering where people were going. Eric Young is back to being a goofball. Yeah, because he took like a blow of the head or something. I don't know. He fell off of the top rope and landed on the floor or something. Sure. Yeah, which is how I always said that's how you could make Eugene become Nick Dinsmore. Right. Uh, you know, I know I always take it back to WWE, but that was one of my fantasy right. bookings. He would take a chair shot to the head or he landed on his head somehow, then all of a sudden he'd be normal. Right. I, I pictured a raging heel, like the real guy. Yes. I figured that would be really cool to do. Yeah. Cut your hair get serious and just be a wrestler and people would hate it enough because they would still see Eugene in him and they want to cheer him but oh god (laughs) hit him in the head with a chair again what a gimmick you're like can you hit him in the head with a chair again and he'd always dodge it somehow (laughs) yeah there you go that's that's pretty good alright sorry anyway TNA TNA Do we yeah, have always, to talk about always it? try to get away from it. Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I'm guilty of that. Listening to those shows, I, I was very guilty of that. Yeah, any show where a battle royal, I'm I'm, I'm cashed out. I, the battle royal bored me. Yeah. And, and you know they're supposed to. I, I thought it was going to be everybody on the roster first of all. And it turns out it was everybody that's actually everybody booked that's on the pay per view. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of shitty because yeah. they got so many other guys too yeah. that aren't booked on the show. But eh. Yeah, and we missed this whole, you know, ECW guys faction, EV2. the EV2. Uh, to be honest, I prefer um, Fortune to EV2, and I, I, I wanted Fortune to beat him. Yeah, at this point I do too. I mean, I... I, I, I Don't get me wrong, I love all the guys in, yeah. in EV2. I I'm, mean, I'm just glad that Stevie Richards has TV time again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sabu looks weird bald. Yeah. He looks, I don't know, he looks like an... Is he straight edge now? Like a frail old man or something, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, actually, I was going to say, I don't know Sabu's history with that, but I guess I do because he heard all those stories, like like when he got arrested with Van oh, yeah. Damme and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. maybe he is straight edge now. Maybe yeah, he's maybe seen so. the light. Who who knows? Because he doesn't talk. Yes. Like, even in the, the live, quote, finger quote, live reaction uh, after the rope to glory or whatever the, whatever the hell, he was. Yeah. Everybody in EV2 talked for like 10 minutes. But he was just standing there, just not not really even paying attention. Maybe he's points to the sky, or maybe yeah. he's like balancing his checkbook in his yeah, head. Or he was something. just like staring off into space. Yeah, is that coupon expired already? I don't know. <laughs> hey, I uh, wonder if I uh, wonder if I can buy my stuff cheap on Shop and uh, sell it out of the trunk of my car. That's what I would be thinking. <laughs> That's kind of sad. You can buy it like under cost now, man. Check it out. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry, but yeah, I, what was the thing of Flair? You know, Flair, one of the all-time great promo man. Yeah, uh, promo men. Sorry, <laughs> he's got me messing up. It's all his fault. He was the guy I grew up that I respected and admired, loved and hated in different yeah. uh, eras. But he could always talk, and, and he made <laughs> sense. He was like eloquent. He, uh, I don't know if he'd always made sense. Well, but he would get excited and he would go off a little bit, but. As, well, to be fair, I mean, I didn't really see a whole lot of Flair back in the day because I was just a WWF guy. I didn't really yeah. watch anything else, so I only saw him in WWF. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he talked about kissing and getting kissed in the ass a lot this week. Or kissing his... He said, we'll kiss all your asses. Yeah. <laughs> and I, he obviously meant to say kick. No, he didn't. 
Why why didn't he? <laughs> Wouldn't that make more sense, right? Well, because he did that before, and he did that after the match. He was <laughs> like, we're going to kiss all your asses. And then in the, the live reaction, they, he talked about it for about... I get, uh, probably like five to ten minutes Jeez. talking about kissing them and how his is really nice and how the ladies want to kiss his and then he started talking about beer money and how good they looked and, <laughs> and how, much, how much action they were going to get in the hotel afterwards. He's, he's been then, spending too much time in the South now, hasn't he? And then James Storm talked about how his beard was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm not kidding. That's missed, what you missed. I missed the more entertaining show. Apparently, and AJ Styles looked confused. I I I, I can't watch reaction. And but Doug Doug Williams just hung out in the back, like not even aware that things were yeah. going on. He's like, "What's happening?" Ooh, silly pillocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Flair has gone. We are watching now the senility of Ric Flair materialize in front of our faces. Yeah. How sad is that? I, you know what? I was sad watching that. Not to say that it, I mean, it wasn't a fairly entertaining match, but one... It's the Flair, best match of the night, sadly. Flair, Flair and Foley, last man standing, they both busted open bad within the first like minute of the match. Yeah. Too much too soon. Don't give that away. I mean, Flair, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, why does he have to bleed all over regular free TV. Every week. Yeah. And uh, to steal your sentence, Flair, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, has never been able to successfully hide a blade in his entire life. Right. I, wa- I I can see the blade every time. Yeah. He's so horrible at it. Because it's... And, and don't say it's not... It's because it's not his thing. Okay, like, extreme hardcore wrestling is not his thing. But this is a guy that used to bleed buckets and a cage yeah. three to four times a year, maybe more actually, because he probably did it at house shows. But yeah. I mean, this guy—if he was in a title match, he get in a cage. That's—he's the one that was going to be bleeding all over the place, right. except when him and Dusty were in there. They both bled. Right. But the guy's no stranger to it. I'm like, if he's—he's he's the man. He can't hide a blade to save his life. Right. I always see him just put his hand right in his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, uh, I don't know. It, it bothers me obviously because it takes me out of it. Yeah. And I, you know, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Flair and thumbtacks and barbed wire. I just, I just got really sad images of a way past his prime. Terry Funk is what I saw. Yeah, yeah. Which Terry's story makes me sad. Yeah, it, it really does. Yeah, yeah. You doing a little uh, behind the matter, beyond the matter, whatever. Yeah. Well, just in general, I mean, yeah. just the guy that whose body can't take it anymore just keeps going back and keep doing it. Mick yeah. Foley is, I, some would argue that he's already been there for a while. Yeah, for so. a guy that retired ten years ago. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, he only works like four matches a year, but yeah. still, he doesn't have to do that. Yeah. He could be in the booth. He's. He could still I mean, he's just as entertaining when he's just talking or writing or anything. He doesn't have yeah. to to bleed on free TV. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we. This is kind of. This is obviously related. WWE plugging Foley's book on oh, television yeah. and interviewing him on their website. It's a countdown to lockdown. Yeah, Joey Styles interviewed Foley on WWE.com. Yeah, which is in essence just two friends shooting the shit yeah. for a little bit. But the fact that it's on company grounds. Yeah. And the book is called "Freaking Countdown to Lockdown," yeah. the name of one of their pay-per-views. Yeah. And of course, I mean, in the published interview, they didn't talk about. TNA or anything, right? Or really much about WWE because I mean I read it, but I mean it was it was a good interview just talking about. Well, I mean sorry, I take that back. They did talk about WWE, like in his last days and yeah. being in the booth and the problems that he did or didn't have with Vince. So yeah, 
So um, it was it was a really good read. And he basically just says in all the interviews I've seen so far since this happened is I think Vince just kind of likes me with, yeah. and he's just being nice about it and he's promoting my book. He has no reason to, yeah. but he's doing it. So obviously that means he's open door on him still. Yeah. He's obviously has an invitation to come back. Yeah. So perhaps maybe this will work out for the best. He'll be able to go back in the booth and maybe not have to deal with the same crap that made him leave in the first place yeah. and they'll be more sensitive to it. And maybe he sets a precedent for everybody else. Uh, that would be nice. I wouldn't count on Vince yeah. being nice to anyone under his employ. Yeah. But, but you know, they they really need to let those announcers go a little bit more. And I'm not talking about Michael Cole. Yeah. He goes off enough for everybody. Okay, sorry. TNA. Oh yeah, we were talking about Jesus. TNA. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> By the way, whenever you get whenever you get completely done with TNA and you can't take it anymore, I will reveal to you who they are. All right. Chris does not know who they are yet. I don't know if I want to know or care to know. I don't know. Probably. Is yeah, because, well, okay, just in reference to that, uh, Abyss, <laughs> like, dragging out Dixie by oh, the arm. That's what That took me out of the show right yeah. away. Stupid. I don't, why, eh, I, why, why is Dixie, I thought she never wanted to be on camera, didn't she uh, say that? She always said. Yeah. Finally got to her. Yeah. So, wouldn't, didn't, like, Vince Russo or Bischoff or someone say that too. Russo said it when they signed with WCW. He said yeah. he didn't want to appear on television, and then all of a sudden, he's off camera, and they're using his voice as the head office. Yeah, and then he's just on television. Right. <laughs> and um, then when he joined TNA, on camera again. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. She doesn't really need to be on camera. I don't really care. But anyway, talking about Abyss, uh, he's supposedly going to be fired after um, Bound for Glory. So yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well... Well, they, he was going to be fired that night. And then and then Bischoff uh, intervened. Well, RBD. Or RBD yeah. did and got Bischoff to speak on his behalf saying, let's, yeah. let's have this match. Let's have him get his butt kicked the way he deserves and then we can boot his ass out of here. Yeah. But see, I'm saying Abyss told him that they are going to show up at Bound for Glory, so obviously they are going to find a way to keep him on the show. I mean, it's not very... doesn't seem like a very big... to me. I, I don't know you, what happened. You right almost now. just answered the question. You almost got it. Yeah, so... Yeah. I mean, I, you, you're, you're, you're so... You're, it's not a very far stretch. I mean, that's not a very hard thing to write. I bet, you know, I'm not going to say do it now, but I bet you can name at least two of they at this point. I, I don't know. I don't know. But... But you, you were there. You were you were on you were on track. Okay. Okay. So sorry, I'm teasing this way too much. But yeah, they they, they had their I guess Bound for Glory. We've said this before. That I guess this is this is their WrestleMania. Yeah. And you know it, they they put a lot into it and they had a lot of publicity. I I remember seeing a lot of television commercials for it just on regular television. So really? yeah, I mean they're yeah. putting the, they've put the promotion forward pretty well. So you know I, I it sounded like. I, I feel so unprofessional. <laughs> it sounded like it was a pretty decent show, actually. Yeah. Like they had good matchups, matchups I would actually want to see. Well, didn't they have the Machine Guns versus Generation Me? Yeah, right. Yeah. The, I right would off the bat buy that. Yeah, so, on uh, its own. Although I wasn't that jazzed to see the rematch of Orlando Jordan and Eric Young versus Ink Ink, oh. <laughs> which was really, and I even said they're going to have the exact same match pay per view. And I read the results. They did. It was the exact same match. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Eric cost them the match yet yeah. again. I think Ink Ink may be like the worst. It, it took over because see, I remember when you told me we did it on the show when you told me what beer money's 
name was. I was like, really? That's yeah. kind of retarded. Yeah, we we got a whole episode out yeah, of that. It was great. But I think Ink Ink Sorry is about worse. your damn name. Yeah. <laughs> ink, ink Ink is... And I keep saying it. <laughs> it's like saying doo-doo when you, <laughs> when, you, when you don't mean to say it. Right. And you say it anyway. Uh, yeah, it is kind of <laughs> like doo-doo. Um, In more ways than yeah. one. That I, um, but yeah, I don't know. I see. I kind of like the Orlando Jordan and the uh, Eric Young team. It's an odd couple, that's yeah, for sure. But I don't like Eric Young being a goofball again. So I thought. I mean, didn't didn't he fight like tooth and nail to try not to be this a goofball, and now he's just doing it again? I think they had to convince him that it wasn't working. I mean, it obviously didn't get over the way they he or they wanted to. I guess. Uh, I don't know why they couldn't take it. They've made a lot of strides to build yeah. him as a serious wrestler, but maybe that went out the window. You know, obviously it went out the window when Hogan joined. Yeah. I mean, I, Jeff Jarrett was obviously one of his biggest supporters, but yeah. he doesn't have the power he used to anymore. So there you yeah. go. In a nutshell, that that has to be what I it mean. Because I mean, I like Eric Young. I think I he's good. Too. So yeah. I just I really don't care about watching him be goofy again. So yeah. I really don't care about uh, his matches right now. So. Yeah. Well, so, so not, not only are they taking stuff from the past, they're they're even like recycling old TNA bits. And how already. they got to that point where they're already ripping themselves off yeah. eight years down the road. How bizarre is it just for me that I actually like Orlando Jordan more than I like Eric Young at the moment? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because he's not doing his Lady Gaga bit anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying. Well, no. I mean, I think it's it's. I always I find the uncomfortable. Uh, the uncomfortable man in the ring always kind of amusing. That's the gold dust. Yeah. Well, thing, yeah, it's so. it, it's great psychology when yeah. it works. But I guess I w- it's because of the, you know, if he'd have looked completely not like he used to at all, like I don't want to yeah. see any Orlando Jordan in there because I'm still thinking about boring ass Orlando Jordan. Yeah. When Goldust came out, he didn't look anything. Like, I didn't even yeah. know that was freaking Dustin Rhodes until yeah. like a year. I swear to God, like I had to read about it in PWI. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, that's Dustin Rhodes. That's where he's been. No idea because he cut it, he shaved his head and yeah. you know. Nothing in there. Not even the dust tipped me off. Right. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. TNA. <laughs> TNA. God damn it. I'm trying to get I think away. we've got an episode title now. <laughs> um uh Mickey James. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get, I'm assuming that, that was the first time she showed up. Yeah. So. And and I also learned that uh I guess that's part of her real name. Because she can use it. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was weird. I didn't yeah. think that was a real name, but yeah. I, don't know, I could be wrong. I don't know. I think some of her other stage name is part of her name too. Like it's like Mickey Alexis James no. or something like that. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, and that's weird too because she was in TNA previously with the other name, and yeah. she didn't go back to it. So Alexis Lurie, I think. Yeah, it, Alexis yeah. Lurie, and I think she was with. CM Punk. I kind of think so too. In TNA, and it's so weird to think about Punk ever being in TNA. But yeah, yeah, he was. He was there. So, and she's there. So she's going to be the special referee because you can't quite shotgun her into the title match because the pay per view is like three days yeah. from then. But uh, you know they would have done it if they could have. Yeah, uh, and she would have won. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> they like to do that. Yeah. They'll put any ex WWE guy, pretty okay. much. Or you know. The more it seems to be more the mid card and undercard that they do that. Yeah, they'll shotgun a WWE person with the belt, but they they do seem to be slightly. They, they did it with Tara, like immediately. Yeah, she immediately. Won that title. Imme- Tara got immediately. I'm talking like more like the the guys, the main event guys, because oh, yeah. they'll get it. But sometimes they actually have to chase a little bit. Like yeah. 
they had to wait with uh, you know angle weighted Christian weighted so it's it's not a given but it pretty much will happen yeah so yeah yeah I would have I would have gotten the show for the the tag title match it's it's great you know that's a that's probably my biggest regret of not watching TNA the last few months is the fact that waited for years for the machine guns to get the titles and yeah. now they finally get them and I I do need to go back and watch this apparently they did a series of matches against Beer Money leading up to them winning the titles and apparently they were really the good was like show good. stealers that was about the time that I stopped watching I think yeah because they were kind of they were both in the mix so yeah I don't know how long that lasted but at yeah. least they can win tag titles without being a part of anything in the other yeah. gang because there's like three of them now now, now there's three the yeah. three running gangs in, in TNA. Yeah. See, so. they never... They, and I like gang warfare. I do you too. You know me. I, well, I was just... That's just what I was getting to, is that they keep... There's inklings of faction warfare in the United States, but it never quite happens. I mean, the closest thing that WWE has is the Nexus, and I love the the the, uh, the feeling of the Nexus when, when their music hits and they all come out and they're all they're all one and yeah. it's one one group mentality that's got I mean, a big feeling to it yeah, yeah. It, it it's even even though like you know that some of them aren't even ready for it but somehow yeah. it works they, they've got the mental game down yeah it's powerful because you have Wade Barrett who's the he's a great great leader yeah and a great talker and a good wrestler and he's already he's already beyond my expectations for him because I liked him in oh, NXT yeah. but he's he's already he can stand there with the main eventers and not look out of place. Well, so. arguably, he's carrying the faction. You know, well, yeah. he's, he's that good that he can carry these other well, guys to like, believability. Even though Gabriel's really coming along really yeah. well, uh, he's still not so much with the personality department. Nah, but in yeah. the ring, yeah, I'm like neither were the Hardys. Yeah, I'm liking Otunga more. Um, yeah. Even though still he's the, the weasel of the group. He's yeah. the opposite of uh, of Gabriel. Yeah, I still never really like Slater, but as yeah. part of the group, you know, it, it works. So. Yeah, and uh, Tarver too, but apparently he's gone. So yeah, he's he's out, and uh, yeah, and then now uh, look at look at look at how well it does after you're gone because uh, Skip Sheffield got injured. He's not yeah. even on the new shirt. Yeah, but apparently he's still there. I, I don't know. And Darren Young is on Superstars. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> apparently uh, he's living up. there now. Yeah. So that's he was on. He came out to do something. Yeah, he he interrupted that one match yeah. that cost uh, Barrett yeah. against Orton, but. Yeah. Little, little slide well, no, he, he came out um, when when the locker room emptied to get rid of oh, yeah. the Nexus. And he was in that Battle Royal the next night. Yeah. Yeah, so he's been on TV, but if you want to watch him wrestle, you're going to have to watch Superstars. Oh, I but, like I mean, that, that that makes sense. He's new. Yeah. So. But, yeah. you got to earn your way in. So, TNA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a struggle. <laughs> come back. Come back over here now. Well, no, because I really still want to talk about that, but we need to finish up with TNA. Yeah. What else is there? I mean, Angle, Hardy, and um, Anderson. Anderson for the title. I don't know. I don't know. Who won that? I don't even okay, know. so yeah, this this is all going to build up. This, this, okay, I'm just going to finally do it, because right. we just, <laughs> we're, we're not failing, we just, we got nothing right now. Okay. Uh, or I got nothing. I keep steering you off. Okay, so Chris. Yes? During the Bound for Glory pay-per-view, yes. they were having that Handicap tag match. Oh yeah, with um, um, Pope, Pope, Nash, and Sting, Sting versus Jarrett and Joe. Yes. Okay. So apparently during that match, Jarrett walks out on Joe, leaves him to any, get beat. Any um, reason, or did he just leave? He just left 
from what I understand. But, okay. And then later on in that pay-per-view, we had this uh, world title match with the title being held up. Winner takes it. Hardy versus Anderson versus Angle. And for the first time ever, Jeff Hardy is the TNA heavyweight champion. As soon as he wins it, he gets on the mic, cuts a heel promo. People start booing. Uh, I didn't see the I didn't see the footage, but this I do know. All of a sudden, they come out. Okay. They is. They is. They is. <laughs> this is like uh, okay. I'm not gonna go there. They is are. They are. Yes. <laughs> it's the worst episode. I love it. Abyss. And, uh, right and, and Janice, I'm assuming. Well, Abyss can't be they because he was talking about they. He uh, would have said we. If he's part of they, then he would should have said we. Called we. No, because that sounds like you're going to the bathroom <laughs> or you're like sponsored by Nintendo or something. <laughs> so it's Abyss. Continue. Jeff grammar, Hardy. Okay, grammar aside. Jeff Jarrett. All right. Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff. What the, I, There's your, there, there it is. That's they. Did I tell you like? Not on the show, but like the other day, it was like, is it just Hogan and Bischoff? Because that's going to piss me off. You said it on the phone, and then I started yeah. laughing. I said, I can't tell you. That is so gay. <laughs> they are gay. God N- damn it. W, they. Did, he, did Hogan hobble out on crutches in a I, wheelchair? I, I think he did, actually. I think he was on crutches, from what I heard. This is uh, this is, and you're like Joey. You're so unprofessional. You didn't watch Bound for Glory. Did you really think? Does that sound like anything you'd want to watch? So what? Okay. Well, let me give you Bash this. at the Beach '96. Let me let me give you this. What ending is worse for this month's pay per views? They or Flashlight in an Urn? Ooh, touche. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of a push, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why couldn't I have just? watch the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. <laughs> Why can't I just watch the Kings of Wrestling versus the World's Greatest Tag Team? Oh, I want to see that. Is yeah. that on the pay-per-view? I heard the feed, like, crapped out sometimes during just it. too much you awesome to handle. Yeah, too much awesome. You can only watch it on the internet. That's a problem for me. Yeah. And, you know, just... Why can't... Why can't they get a pay-per-view provider television? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that that's obviously what stopped me from seeing it. I'm going to buy the DVD ASAFP, but... Yes. Obviously, that was the one to watch this uh, this season. I already, I could, you know, before it happened, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it's the one to see." So why did why is Jeff Jarrett in they? I don't know. Because all, all will be answered this week on Impact, Chris. So you're sucked in. You got to watch it no, now, I right? Don't. That kind of makes me want to not watch it. And I think maybe a boycott's in order because obviously, when we talk about TNA, we just we just can't do it. Is, well, because okay, last but we're watching TNA, so our our listeners don't have to. Isn't yeah, that the whole thing? I guess. Well, our last things. time I was watching TNA wasn't didn't Jeff Jarrett and Eric Bischoff have a big problem with each other? Yeah, they hated each other. Did they make up? Or I, I guess I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. It's the show Hogan in the effing hospital, practically on life support. <laughs> it's just like yeah. Hulk Hogan's got surgeries, man. So Nash so came Hogan out finally. Nash, is Hogan finally a definitive heel and he's not going to cut heel things but still be cheered and be nice to people? Probably. I mean, I'm assuming, unless he's wearing all black again and he's he dyed his mustache again and, and you know, he's, I don't know, maybe he can go buy one of those paper jams so he can keep playing air guitar. 
<laughs> uh, it all comes even that went back to WWE. Yeah, it did. Hell in the Cell brought to you by Paper Champs. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't. They I don't like it. So not only is it the worst uh, faction name ever, unless unless you listeners out there can give me a better one than that, mm. or a worse one, excuse me. It's it, it it it's like just a group of dudes that makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, at least Fortune, it's like, hey, they're See, they're pretty much young and very talented, and it, this is the reason that people that actually give a shit about wrestling and modern day wrestling yeah. would watch TNA. So, hey, let's put them all together. And here's the guys that these guys kind of grew up on, and they feud with them. I think we can all get behind those two things. Yeah. But they, wow. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they should change their name to a group of dudes. Yeah. Two guys named Jeff and some other guys. Yeah, even the old dudes with attitudes faction. That that's a better name than they. <laughs> well, cuz see Don't. <laughs> cuz see they can't talk about like I was just saying they can't talk about themselves in the ring. They can't say they because they are part of they. They have to say we. And like you said, it makes them sound like they have to go to the bathroom. What are the shirts going to they're going to have to come up with a different name or else it's going to be the worst shirts ever. Yeah. Because see, they'll have to have different shirts for themselves. Their shirts will have to say "we," yeah. and everyone else, if if anyone buys their shirts, they'll say "they." Yeah. I'll, so, <laughs> all I keep thinking, all I can see is like these like schlock movie posters, like Roger Corman presents "they," <laughs> you know, and it's like some ooze that terrorizes the city, <laughs> even though that's been done. But it's, it's as ooze? hacky as it's as hacky as they. Why is it an ooze? I don't know. All ooze equals bad movies, right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. They, uh, they, they, you know what? No. No more TNA. <laughs> they've confused us and confounded us and trying to derail the show. Uh, so WWE. Yeah, okay. Hey, I'll get a wake for that. You know, even when it's bad, you know, there's something we can at least talk about. Hey, good things about Raw. Gold dust on TV. Hey, yeah. yeah in, yeah. A, in an actual program with someone. So. Yeah. Yeah. But the guy, that he's feuding with a guy whose dad teamed up with his dad back yes. in the day. I like that. Yes. Works for me. I'm in. Good. We're good. I'm and, in too. And we got we got other you know, we got the the, the whole Husky Harris, Michael McGillicuddy thing that yeah. could be interesting. Speaking I'll, of that, getting back to Nexus. I like that Husky is the talker of the, the two yeah. that that makes that's good for me. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> and getting back to Nexus though, Wade Barrett is rapidly losing control of Nexus. It's Spitting out of control, every the, the foundations are crumbling. And he's, he just fire the guys that he doesn't get along with and bring in the other guys. It's, it's not it's not that so much. It's the fact that he's so concentrated on Cena right now. He's he's going to drop the ball. Everything else is is falling by the wayside. I mean, bringing in he's already got three separate things. He's trying. He's got three balls in the air right now, trying to juggle them. Cena in one hand, Otunga, Slater, and Gabriel over here. Because Otunga's trying to take down. Otunga wants to take over. Yeah. And you got McGillicuddy and, and Husky over here. Like wannabes who, at this point, but yeah. obviously with the stipulation. Who these guys, play. Otunga and them, don't really want him in for whatever reason. I don't know. But yeah, so a lot of undermining. It's, I don't know, it's really interesting to me. So yeah, well, they'll probably obviously be in by this time next week because yeah. of the stipulation on next week. And I think show. if that happens, it's going to split Otunga off. I think they're not going to get along. So they're gonna yeah. butt heads. So I don't know. It's interesting. I really have really enjoyed this this entire story yeah. and the fact that Cena's with him, and seeing Barrett get in Cena's face and and talk so down to him is 
is yeah. I don't know. It's it's cool. I cannot wait until the payoff match between Barry oh, and Cena. They could milk that till Mania. Yeah, that's good stuff. I mean that that ending, even though like the show ends and talking, it was well done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's so. a reason why Cena's in films. Yeah. So uh, so you think it's going to be Otunga, Slater, and Gabriel? Or maybe not Gabriel, but like maybe like a Skip Sheffield returning, and they're going to form Nexus Wolfpack. Is that right. what they're going to do? Hey, uh, back to TNA. Yeah. How much you want to bet that the whole Pope, Sting, Nash thing is the next Wolfpack? Yeah, I, would, I already saw. I mean, it already looks like it. Uh, th- they said something that made me actually... Pope and Bischoff weren't getting along, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. They said something that actually made me... Th- think it. I don't know if they said, like, Lone Wolves. I don't know. They said something that, mm. that made me think Wolfpack, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But this isn't an NWO thing. No, not it at isn't. all. It is. It's no. completely different. Dude, we were saying this exact same thing at the beginning of the freaking year. Yeah. We're not rewriting history. We're doing something completely different. Right. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, they they got to be tearing their hair out over the fact that WWE can take bunch of guys that no one ever heard of at the top of the year and make them the most compelling make thing Make it the world. biggest storyline in I, years. I would, I would say years, yeah. Yeah. When they showed up, uh, we talked about it, didn't we? Yeah, um, not on the show. No, yeah, because it, it hadn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they showed up on Raw and destroyed everything, that's that great. That's one of the most memorable things I can yeah. remember, think of on Raw. It's like the it's like the Daniel Bryan firing kind of took away the sting of it for a little bit, but because that that's what it became known as is the bit that got Daniel Bryan fired. But it's it's a fabulous moment. I mean, I remember that week I watched it like three or four times, just wow. sat there and watched it. Because, I mean, it was just like, holy crap. I mean, stuff like that doesn't really happen. Stuff like that doesn't happen that makes you, like, sit in wrestling these days anymore because yeah. it is so overly scripted and, and yeah. everything. It's just like, wow, that was actually really awesome, and I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm surprised that I'm surprised that there were, people weren't throwing stuff, like yeah. fans. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing that was missing for me, which... Yeah, it it felt genuine, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it felt like the the radicals showing up on Raw. It, yeah. it it had that feel to it to me. Yeah, except they were just like, "Hi, can we have a job?" Yeah, right. <laughs> sort of. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what it turned into. Yeah, and this one was just like, "Give us a job," right? <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, that was definitely one of the best singles of the year. And th- there, ha- to be fair, there have been weeks where I'm kind of like, uh, and it's obviously the writing at that point, but yeah. you can blame the writing. But some, some weeks I'm just like, ah, bored for, me this week. For a while there, they were trying to stretch it out, cause yeah. trying to get to the next pay-per-view or whatever, to the yeah. next plot point. But Here's another thing. We talk about this on the last show, and I know it's getting old, but you got a couple, you got guys in there that are just starting out. What can you do with them? Oh, I don't know. Maybe make them a tag team. Make make at least a couple of guys the tag team of the yeah. Nexus, and go after the titles. I don't know. <laughs> right. Do a Tunga and Slate or a yeah. Tunga and a Gabriel. I think. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. At this point, I mean, I might have made different ones when they still had more people in there. But yeah, I mean, like that's that's what you do. You take you take guys. Maybe they're not as good as these other guys, and they're still learning. Having a tag team is really going to help you. Yeah. 
I just that that's one more tag team they could be having. They could have two more tag teams with Nexus, but it, that doesn't make any sense in a title. Yeah. Or they could install the Freebird slash Spirit Squad rule, right. where any two of them can defend the titles, and they can have a stranglehold on those things. And once again, do what Chris Jericho has been having to do the last couple of years is make the tag titles seem important. Yeah. Nexus could actually do that. Yeah. They're failing to see this. I know that they're failing to see this. Because... Well, the, why else put them on two guys that had never teamed up ever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't under... They, they, well, they always do that. They, they'll... WWE's never learned. No no company's really ever... Except for uh, Ring of Honor, I think. No U.S. company's really ever been able to keep tag team wrestling important. Not in the last... You know, you know, not since let's say you know, not since about like seven, eight years ago. Yeah, that was the last time. Yeah, like though, you know, I talked about this before. I say everybody always points to ninety nine, two thousand. You know, Edge, Christian, Hardy's, Dudley's, yeah, that whole thing. But two thousand two, when SmackDown started their own tag belts, that tag division was awesome. Even yeah. though they had to make some makeshift teams to make it happen, there's always those been, matches were great. There's always been times where it's mattered, but it doesn't last very long. Yeah, exactly. So it, it fizzles out. It's they like, try, and they, they resurge it, and it, it happens, and then it, it goes away again. I, I just refuse to believe... I keep trying to make peace with the fact that they just would start up the cruiserweight slash light heavyweight division again, yeah. just to pee all over it and forget about it. Yeah. But I can't... I refuse to believe that they actually could do that to the tag belts, but they've done it. Yeah. This is what got me into this, is tag team wrestling. That's right. why I'm so passionate about it. That's why we're going to do a freaking all-time tag team champions of the universe tournament coming soon. Yes. And if you want to be on that, email us. Or, you know. But, yeah, just, they've done it before. I swear, yeah. I've seen it done. Yeah, yeah. This is before, this is right before you started watching and when you weren't for a while. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's sad. But it should, it should be that way. You should be able to tune in any time and have... One every time you see a show come on, whether it's Raw or SmackDown or right. TNA or Ring of Honor, what are you gonna see Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor doesn't even do tag matches on some of their shows, but you know what? They don't have to because they know they rock it, <laughs> right? You know, I don't know. Maybe it's just like maybe they just need to just completely rewrite all the rules and just have it Lucha style so people will actually get into. It. I don't know what to mm, do. I don't know about that. Yeah. Make but everything a tornado match for a few months and then kind of ease people back into tag team. I don't know. I, don't I mean, something drastic has to be done here, maybe. Well, I think you had a great idea last week about the next NXT. NXT. Unfortunately, NXT is only online now, so a lot of people aren't going to see it. Which means I'm not watching it. Although, <laughs> I really should watch it because of the whole Joey Styles bit. Yeah. But that was just be another, another... I have to go out of my way to listen to Michael Cole commentate now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and really be... He's such a effing ham on that show more than any it's, of the it's other shows. It's more so than any other show, because that's where he started the whole thing. The whole thing started with him and uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. It's like, it's just exactly what Velocity used to be. I swear they didn't care what they said on that show. Yeah. And it, it, used to have, like, it shows, too, because you go well, back and watch some of those. And some of those are bad, like the Ernest the Cat Miller shows, but then you had some of the, every now and then Taz would show up or something, and it'd be like Taz and Josh Matthews. Yeah. Like I said, I know I've said this before, but Josh Matthews would start referencing like zero one on Velocity, so there's no way yeah. they were watching Velocity yeah. because, right. like, Josh Matthews was turning into Joey Styles Jr. on a show, and it was great. Yeah. He really, once again, proved that he should be in the Michael Cole chair, but he's yeah. not. Sorry, I keep I keep wincing my mouth because it just. Why am I so frustrated the last couple of shows? Maybe I just need to just completely cleanse my. Well, palate. I think it's the fact that Michael Cole is on every single show of every single 
week yeah. now. He's yeah. on SmackDown for He's however long. So I, it's like they're going to keep him on there because they're just so determined. They think that he's actually the voice of the company. Because like I was, like I was just telling you before we started the show, he's on. If there's a pay per view on, he's on five nights a week, including superstars and NXT. Which pretty much means he's on five nights a week, two times a month. Yeah, right. God, this pay per view schedule is whipping my ass. It's a little bit ridiculous. I thought they were going to like scale him down a little bit. Yeah, apparently not. Why can't it just be like nine a year? I know, and that's right. even to me that's still excessive. Yeah, you know I I realize how profitable pay per view revenue is, but it's the same thing about you know you could take the equivalent with anything if they if they make cars a little bit less in price or any product you could actually go to a store and buy CDs yeah. cars whatever if they made them a little bit cheaper you'd sell more yeah make more money so if they have less pay per views a year. I guarantee you the buy rates go up. Yeah. And that way the numbers actually look better. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like the, it's the screen per average, or, you know, yeah. the average per screen when the, the they, box office comes out. If they made the pay-per-views a little bit more diverse, I guess. I mean, we've seen um, Sheamus versus Orton three times this year on pay-per-view. Yeah. So, I mean, not to say that that not last... Quite, yeah. Not to say that the Hell in the Cell match wasn't good. It was good. Yeah, it was. But still, I don't know. Just... I, don't know. I still don't like the Hell in the Cell, Money in the Bank, I really wish they would just get rid of. I don't really see a point in it. I think yeah. it's stupid. It's like if if you if you want to have two Money in the Bank matches a year, yeah. keep one at WrestleMania and do the other one like at SummerSlam. I guess. I, 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 like, I like it when it was special. When yeah, it was just WrestleMania only. Yeah. It, it made holding that distinction mean something. Now there's three this year. So... Yeah. There's yeah. th- three guys that held that this year. So Swagger and... And now there's still only one briefcase left. Yeah. Also Swagger and Kane's really... I mean, yeah, they won the title out of it, but they're going to be remembered less than, like, say, whenever Edge cashed in his two or when Punk cashed in his two or when RBD beat Cena in the... Um, one Night Stand. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those were those meant something yeah. more than, yeah. I think. I don't know. I just wish they wouldn't... We, they had something great... And they have to like beat it into the ground, and I hate that. And they're 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 also doing that thing with the Miz that I hate. Where remember that one that one run that Punk had with the briefcase that I hated, where he just kept showing up, it kept flying and in. going, "Hey, yeah. I can cash this in at any time." Yeah. I realize that Miz is obviously more of a heel than Punk was at the time. Yeah. But I still hate that because it's going to ruin the element of surprise. Well, everybody's just after every title match now. Everybody's just going to be waiting around to hear his awesome he, music. He even did that this past week on Raw because yeah. Alex Riley mouthed off and said because Barrett and Cena were talking about the title and and Riley was like, "Well, it's not even going to matter because because the Miz over here has the briefcase." Yeah. And he did it kind of in a Miz like right. reaction to him, kind of in a a joking way, like. Oh, there goes the element of surprise. Yeah, but it you, your He's, point is valid. It yeah. does ruin the element of surprise. Yeah, just have him carry around the briefcase because, like, that's why the first time Edge did it, it was so cool. Yeah, because how long did he carry that thing around? Ten months. Yeah, and after the first few months, it's like a prop. Yeah, it kind of I, I kind of yeah that's the forgot that's the about it. And he started it. yeah he would even use it as a weapon. Yeah. But it's still kind of... It was just a prop. You were just used to Edge coming out with his little briefcase and his right. trench coat and Lita. Yeah. And it's like, okay, he's got, he brings a lot of crap to the ring. But, right. You know, I wasn't trying to call her crap. I'm just, you know what I mean. <laughs> he's got a lot of accessories, uh, 
You know, he's got the sunglasses, got the coat. You know, like airport's got to be a so bit. Lead as an accessory. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, right. oh, no, no, never mind. <laughs> Speaking um, of Lita, I know uh, Matt Hardy has been going batshit all over the internet. It, you've been kind of, uh, you know, and and I'm, I'm kind of jealous. You're kind of aloof to this, but huh? Matt Hardy has been going on the internet not just blogging or anything he's got like a YouTube channel and he's just been posting video after video after video I watched his new one today actually and we haven't talked about this but he's he's just been going on YouTube and filming himself begging WWE to fire him really? yeah and all he does he's been talking about TNA a lot like you know, hey, I'm so glad my brother Jeff won the title. I saw one of his tweets about wishing Jeff luck or yeah. something. And that know. that would be fine. I don't even think the company would have a problem with that. Yeah. But if you believe everything you read, I, I don't. But, you know, you know me. I like a good rumor. Uh, but Matt Hardy is just confirming all these rumors. That's a thing. So yeah. either he's completely working everybody, yeah. which he's been known to do. Yeah. But he's basically going on there begging... WWE to fire him at the same time he plugs TNA a lot and he says he actually says you know I think they should be doing this a little bit more but they've got great potential and they need to build up more and I've got he's basically you know bartering for a job with TNA so at the same time that he's begging WWE to fire him he's begging TNA to hire him and he's just like it looks so pathetic. He's always used the I mean he, he he was one of the first people to use the internet to get his job back. Yeah. So yeah. I think he's just trying to create controversy at this point. But it comes off so lame when I yeah. saw him do it. He's basically just, you know, TNA can't hire him until WWE fires him. Yeah. By the time the momentum of that happens, if he does get fired, it's going to be three months. Yeah. All this really no one's going to care anymore. And it's like... Do you, do you think that WWE are they really that scared of a Hardy Boys reunion? Because that's the only reason to not fire him at this point. Uh, uh, WWE is not scared of anything that TNA yeah. does ever. They, they can't. There's no way because, like yeah. I said, I've said this time and time again. If Kurt Angle didn't do it, if Hulk Hogan didn't do it, then well, yeah. you don't care about tag teams. So what's a tag team going to yeah. do? Even if it is Jeff Hardy, yeah. no one cares. You talk about there's probably kids that don't even know what Jeff Hardy's doing right now that was all about him last year. Right. They don't know he's around in TNA. I bet yeah. a lot of them don't. Yeah. So they don't care. How could they? Yeah. Like they're gonna take over the world or something. No, they're not. No. They would have ten years ago, five years ago. Right. But yeah, it's yeah just, so. they're not. A fr- I, I guess they're just being di- dicky about it, but kind of in a funny way. Like just leave him at home and pay him the minimum. Just because they can. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I've always liked Matt Hardy. I always I liked have he, too. He was and the it's, better Hardy. It's it's really breaking my heart to yeah. see him being reduced to this. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to speculate what he's doing to himself. I don't. It's causing him to be like this. I don't know his personal life. Yeah, that. no, and yeah. we shouldn't have to. But he's kind of throwing it out there, and he just seems very off. Hmm. And it's just sad because, like, he was probably my. Uh, certain points in the last 10 years he's been my I mean, favorite wrestler in the entire company yeah and I mean to be fair I mean we've rallied behind him and yeah. like why is WWE treating him like this what the hell is going on yeah not knowing if there are some personal things going on well he said so. he said on one of his videos ever since Jeff left 
he's gotten the shaft, and that's yeah. how it always is every time, except for that think, one time. I don't think just when Jeff left. I mean, before when Jeff was still there, he got the shaft too. So yeah, I well, don't really think that had anything to do with it. Yeah, well, that's yeah, it's coming from the horse's mouth. So yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's right because yeah, that doesn't appear to be right now, does it? And also the whole. I mean, he's saying about this time when he left that he did kind of fall off. He has fallen off since. Uh, Jeff left this last time. Yeah. Now, the first time he left, he got a lot of stuff handed to him. Right. Like a good run on SmackDown, yeah. the U.S. title, tag the title. The U.S. title thing is the only thing I can really yeah. recall that yeah. that he's been able to do. You know. On his own, yeah. I mean, he did the cruiserweight thing, but that did seem kind of demeaning at the time. Yeah. And definitely, we love the cruiserweights, but, you know, it, he didn't seem like a cruiserweight wrestler. But he no. was definitely the, the big fish in the small pond, I yeah. guess, for lack of a better term. But, yeah, it's just... You know, I, I always wish he would have won the title. I came up with that great scenario about him and Jeff winning the two different titles at a WrestleMania, yeah. and what a great closer that would be. That's yeah. on one of our shows. Yep. So you know, yeah, we've been supporting, but it's just, I just never thought I'd see him begging for two different things to happen. Like, yeah. make it kind of like be cryptic about it. That's what that's yeah. what made his original internet mysterious origin there. Even though he was accessible. He was also stirring the ship, but in a cool way that made you interested. And now right. he's just putting it all out there. Yeah, it's not interesting. No, no element of surprise. So to me, he, let's say he jumps the, he goes nuts and takes a plane down to Florida this week and jumps. He can't even do that because TNA is taped. But he <laughs> jumps through the rail and and invades TNA, and they can air it, but it's like a big deal. It's like even if he does that now, yeah. it's not a surprise. Well, hey, Jeff is part of they. Yeah. So he may bring him into <laughs> into <them>. they. <laughs> they. See, I don't it's even like know a how bad to, song. I don't even know how to say it. Do I say? Do I call him they or can I call him them or is that? I, I don't know. Is that rude? I don't know. That's Robert rude, sir. <laughs> All right, sorry. Well, See what I, TNA does to us? It just completely throws us off the track. Confused. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's that makes me sad. Yeah. So. Did I do this already? Classic match of the week: Matt Hardy versus Edge at uh, Unforgiven, the cage match when he uh, got his job back. Yeah, it's a great match. Nice. I don't know. I don't think you've done that before. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. As a as a tribute to the Matt Hardy that was, <laughs> I, I swear he broke his tailbone doing that leg drop off the cage. Yeah, that, that was, was kind of stupid. That was ridiculous. Yeah, but that was it, not a smart thing to do. No, it was not. But it was a great, you know, OMG moment. Thank <laughs> you. Um. Yeah, so do you think Natalia's going to win the title? I certainly hope so. She hasn't won one yet, and that's just, that is unacceptable. I think it's just because she's like, uh, I think they know she's way better than everybody else that's in that division, besides maybe like Gail Kim. It's it's just, I don't know. I think her and Gail, she may be better than Gail Kim, I don't know. Yeah, she might be with all of her different training. styles, yeah. and we haven't even seen Gail Kim wrestle in like a year. So, wouldn't you love to see Gail Kim versus Natalia for the title? I would. High flyer versus a wrestler. I would. Wow, I mean that could work. I mean, yeah. it's, hell, it's worked before. Yeah. Like the other classic match last week that I had with the two ladies. Yes. That was a perfect example of you know fast versus powerful. Yes. So I don't it's know. It's much better than lay cool promos. Or lay cool calling their own match while they're having it. I'm glad that only lasted a week. I wish they'd have never done it, but I was like, thank God that didn't come back. But maybe I've spoken too soon. 
Well, uh, Natalia even actually mentioned it this week. Like, yeah. So yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen again because I think, I think they do have some limit. WWE does to the amount of garbage that they put on TV at one time. It was overflowing. That, that was that was a bit much. That was, yeah. yeah. Okay, I have some positive to say since we're back on WWE. Okay, is that they finally had the match they should have had last week with uh, Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. Now that was yeah. a good match. That, and see, it, it it made it interesting since it was a rematch and Sheamus. Uh, Brian didn't expect Sheamus to be like he was last week and just got the holy hell about it, beat at him, which yeah. I didn't like at the time. I, I still kind of don't. It's ridic- it terrible. Yeah. That, that kind of shit should never happen. But it, it That's set, what you have Evan born for. It got the fire no sense. It got the fire started. Well, he's already done that to Evan Bourne. I know. It's like, I, I feel like, man, Evan is just, he's ridiculously yeah. good, and he is the crash test dummy. Let's yeah. beat him up a lot. That's why we don't have Colin Delaney on the roster anymore kind of right. guy. But, I mean, it put the fire underneath uh, Daniel Bryan, so he did come out angry at the beginning yeah. of the match. And he fights his best when he's angry. Yeah, I like so that. So when he does put emotion in there, not that he doesn't always put emotion there, but you can see it. He changes. He's he's fast and fierce and throwing his own body, uh, like, just reckless. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really awesome to see him do that. And I... L- that finish was great. I, I was about to say that. The, the finish was was really great and the fact that even after Seamus beat Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan was on the ground you look at Seamus's face yeah. and he's like holy crap what the hell just happened and where I don't he doesn't even know how he won yeah that's what you're supposed to do because yeah. it can't, it got so quick like I swear that pin was it you know when you see a guy put all of his weight on a schoolboy it's like yeah. oh that's it yeah and as soon as Seamus barely kicks out in the same movement like he rolled around and then did the bro kick like right immediately afterwards yeah. match over and I was like wow what a great finish yeah. when I'm almost out of breath watching a match that means well I'm a little out of shape and the <laughs> other thing is wow that was a freaking great match yeah no, it's like I, watching Dragon Gate not like watching Dragon Gate or Ring of Honor yeah. but when I get that kind of feeling yeah. if I could just get even a, a, a tenth of that feeling yeah. watching Raw to me that's that's a success I, yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go that far I mean there's some good emotional moments on Raw, I think. Yeah. I'm just um, saying as far as, like, match quality. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, it's, hey, it's, but it's they a, had another one. It's a different animal. I mean, yeah. you can't judge WWE matches to Ring of Honor matches. I know. But It's entertainment. But, but That well, first match. Yeah, well, I guess that's just... I just want to... On this, the Daniel Bryan, Sheamus, I mean, that look that Sheamus gave was the best part of the match for me. As good as that match was, yeah. the fact that Sheamus sold Bryan's toughness and the fact that he could have beaten Sheamus that night, yeah. just with the looks in his eyes, I think that that a lot of respect to Sheamus for that. Yeah. To to let him do that because he could have just like looked at him and smiled and be like, you know, I beat him. Like I knew yeah. I was going to, but he didn't. So, and the fact that Michael Cole refused to acknowledge it, God damn it, I hate that I know. Guy. He didn't even buried, watch. Yeah. He wasn't even watching the match. And no. He didn't even acknowledge the fact that it King tried to. Steer him in that direction. He was like, "What do you?" He's like, "What do you?" Did we watch the same thing just yeah. now? Practically, that's so. basically what I said. Yeah, the, that match made up for the horror. That any bad booking that happened with that last week yeah. really made up for it this week. Yeah. They got it right this week. It's like somebody said, "Wait a second, that was a really big problem last week. Yeah. It made no sense. Let's make it right." Yeah, and I think they did. So kudos. could it could have been all due to the fact that they were in. Daniel Bryan's hometown. Maybe that's why he had such a good showing, and that yeah. was a one-time thing. But I kind of hope not. 
I mean, they can build off the reaction to where yeah. it spreads through the U.S. That's what you do. I mean, uh, like, uh, this, is, this is a good tie-in because the, the Jericho DVD just came out. Yeah. And, of course, you had to, and I'm glad they did put his WWE debut segment on there in its entirety. Yeah. They they put him in front of a great wrestling town. Yeah, it was not Chicago, his hometown. It was Chicago, Illinois, which is a f- probably, you could most people would argue it is the wrestling town in the United States. Yeah. The, that crowd was definitely aware of Chris Jericho. It yeah. was very obvious when he debuted, yeah. and that kind of got. It, I really think that that spread throughout yeah. the United States. So maybe, hopefully, they'll just be able to build off of that hometown pop and get yeah. it going because it has to start somewhere. Yeah, it's just a matter of right night, right place. Yeah. You know. So all right, sorry. Yeah. sorry. Okay, sorry. it gets to that that one of those first matches on there. Um, I think you're going to reference the uh, Tyson Kidd, um, John, John Morrison, Morrison match, match yeah. which was really great. I mean, they they had mentioned um, that it was supposed to have supposedly been a triple threat with Kidd, Smith, and Morrison. Yeah, they kind of build that story up a little yeah. bit, like like uh, David Art Smith's a wall. We don't know why. Yeah. So is my theory coming into place? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that would be last cool. week with yeah. uh, with Teddy and then David showing up eventually. That would be cool. Um, I don't like the fact that Natalia did not come out with Tyson Kidd, though. And that yeah. Tyson didn't... Well, I guess it made sense when that Tyson didn't come out because they had the whole diva thing yeah. later on. But Natalia should have been there I think with Tyson she's capable. Kidd. I think she's capable of working two things, especially when she didn't have a match for either yeah, of those. Because she came in with Tyson Kidd. They showed yeah. up on ECW together. Yeah. So. Um, but that match was really, really, really great. Yeah. So I hope they're paying attention. If they're going to break up the Hart Dynasty... At least pay attention to Tyson Kidd and don't let him be another Evan Bourne. Exactly. D- not, I mean, just in yeah. what we were just saying both, that he's going to get Evan Bourne beat references. Up. Yeah, he's going to get beat up every week and he's not going to get anything because yeah. that's what Evan Bourne is. He's yeah. had a couple nights, like the night that Cena picked him to to main event, yeah. which is really cool. But it's a one-time deal every single time. Yeah, I don't understand how it. It, it looks like one of those things where I really do believe that the way Evan portrays himself. You know, out there, yeah. it's prob. I, I can't imagine he's not like that in real life. He looks like the happiest, nicest guy he's, yeah, you'll I ever mean, meet, which is probably one of his downfalls, sadly. Yeah, I'm in sure that company, he doesn't seem like one that would play politics. And yeah. he seems like if they tell him to go out there and get beat up, he's like, "Yeah, cool, I'll do my job and I'll do it amazingly well." Yeah, but he's not going to complain when he yeah. kind of gets a shaft sometimes. So he <laughs> even got even got my girlfriend, who is an Evan Bourne fan looking over at me in sadness this week and going, Joey, why is he a jobber? <laughs> I damn near yeah, left. That's, yeah. that's like, it's like having to confront and tell your kid about how there's no Santa Claus. Yeah, they fed him to CM Punk this week. Yeah, and the debuting CM yeah, Punk on Raw. He got traded for Edge, which I would say is a pretty fair trade. Very fair trade. That's um, about equal at this point. Uh, and even... An- Anaconda Vice. Yeah, and <laughs> while he had the Anaconda Vice on Evan Bourne after the match, on the floor, he was screaming at him, nothing personal. He was just making a point. Hmm. Making a point on Evan Bourne. Yeah. So that's what Evan Bourne is. He's, yeah. he's a guy that people make points on, which... Yeah. It was his first day in prison, him. but he didn't beat up... He should have. That means he should have beat up uh, Greg Khali right. instead of Evan Bourne. So he got it wrong. So this right. is not prison rules, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, I I hope someone was paying attention to Tyson Kidd. And oh God, Tyson is is and can be a single star. I I told her we were watching the show. I was like, this is Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Yeah, in 2010. Th- those two guys matched up really well together. Exactly. I mean, that's that's. 
God, if if only we will see Tyson versus Morrison at WrestleMania. And Tyson can talk too. Yeah. So it's a very good talk. Let him talk. You can hear him talk without a mic in yeah. that ring. He's and he a has, loud man. He has a great unique look with his crown or whatever he calls it. Right. And I don't know. I just I don't see why he couldn't break out as like a really strong singles wrestler. So Yeah, and in all of this, uh But Bret Hart isn't there, so yeah. he won't. Maybe he'll be the uh the seventh guy on the Raw team. Yeah. So who do you think that's going to be? I'll go ahead and put you on the spot. Um, in all of this, they were qualifying for yeah. bragging rights. And see, yeah, and I was kind of, for the most part, I was kind of wishing the guy had lost got in. I wish Ted DiBiase had made it over R-Truth. I don't know. I think I, I think it's good, though, because you know that Ted has a, you know, he kind of has a solidified spot. Yeah, so, having truth he's in got there. The, he's got the goldest thing going on, but yeah. I don't know. I think that's it, because I would I'm assuming that that means Ted versus Goldust at bragging rights for the million dollar belt. Yes, no? Probably, yeah. And we haven't had a million dollar belt match in God knows how long. I know, yeah. I'm going to find out when the last one was. So we've had a few. Yeah. So so that that's a means to an end right there. Is that you have an excuse now why Ted's not on there. It doesn't hurt Ted. Yeah. So I think that was pretty good booking, actually. Yeah. So yeah. I, I still would like to have seen Ted DiBiase on Team Raw. But, yeah, and he'll uh, be there. He'll be there for years to come. <laughs> so, and as far as the seventh member, uh, I don't know. CM Punk probably, I guess, maybe. Well, he he qualified. He already qualified. Oh yeah, he qualified, he qualified on that board. Yeah, more. sorry, I'm getting confused. So Morrison's in there. Miz is the captain. Yeah. You got Truth. Uh, CM CM Punk. Seamus. Seamus. Is it six or seven? That was or five. Six, five. I think that was five. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> good. They, they, um, I don't know. Who do you think? I don't know. We go look you at the Ask Robert. me the question. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would have a good answer and I could piggyback off of you. Uh, no. Yeah. I was trying to think of who else is on the show. The Greg, Greg Colley. <laughs> no. <laughs> or maybe someone returning. Like, a, when's Triple H due back? A, like a Mark Henry or something. Ooh, yeah, maybe we'll be the Triple H. When's he due back, do you know? Or is he uh, coming don't back know. anytime soon? Rumor Mill is that he's really skinny now and he's just working in the office. I, Triple H really skinny? Yeah. Alright. That's what I've heard. I don't believe that when I see it. Yeah. So is he not coming back, like, ever? I I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a while. Yeah. Or, or they're going to do Mania. That's probably going to be the thing, is that he's... They're, going to keep building Sheamus up and a week doesn't go by without them saying he's the guy that retired yeah. Triple H Yeah. so it's obviously down the road but maybe it is going to be his last hurrah <laughs> will he let Sheamus have it that's the other thing I keep thinking yeah. maybe maybe he will do the right thing there okay I'm just, mm-hmm. this is months from now obviously <laughs> and Raw was so confusing that uh, you know I didn't even think about what came first or last, but you know, I, I will say at the end of the day, I was entertained by Raw this week yeah, a lot right. more so than I have been in the last few weeks. Yeah, I will say that if the Divas are gonna go to the ring and like have an altercation, they don't need to wear high heels. Every <laughs> yeah. single one of them was wearing like these stiletto heels, and it just looked really, really awkward. Did they tell them to do that? I was wondering because <laughs> yeah. they were very slowly running away. Yeah, can can I? Get a little news flash for you know. I'm just talking to the ladies now. Okay. Do you care? Well, I'll, uh, in the form of a question to Chris, do you does, does high heels does it mean a damn to you? Does do you really care if they show up for a date in high heels or tennis shoes? To me, it doesn't matter, but I guess that's just me. Depends on where you're going. I guess, yeah. 
Dress for the occasion, damn it. Yeah, okay, okay, very <laughs> fine. But, okay, well, the dress for the occasion means chasing Lake Cool around the arena. I'm guessing tennis shoes. Yeah, or just kick, kick your high heels off and just, just go after him barefoot. Yeah, barefoot, yeah. yeah. Better chance for injury, though. One of them would stub their so. toe on the ringside steps. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> I've, 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 I've kicked my counter so many times, it's not even funny. Can you imagine stubbing your toe against the ringside steps? I, I they, never thought about that before. They're they're wrestlers. They can handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of them are wrestlers. I don't know. It's just one of the Bellas through, like, the weakest forearm shot, uh, shot I've ever seen in my life. That was pretty bad. <laughs> it was funny. I laughed at it. And her, I thought they were going to be a fun tag team. <laughs> But yeah, and they they still could be, but WWE doesn't care if they can wrestle yeah, or not at this point. Let's just have them hang out with all the guest hosts yeah. every time. It's just lay cool every. They're show pieces, man. Every show, it's lay cool. I'm uh, sick of it. I'm yeah, tired. I've been sick of it for a year. I'm gonna stop talking about it. Uh, can we? We just keep. It's like Freddy Krueger. We just we keep talking about it, and it keeps existing. So maybe <laughs> if we just ignore it, it'll go away, and it'll spread to these little horrible pixels. So, <laughs> sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street, oh. the original ending, the oh. bad one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you this like every week. Who's the GM? What, oh, the raw GM. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, you, you really don't care who it I is. I really don't. Really? Yeah. Uh, how about as long as it's not Michael Cole? Uh, yeah. Well, they he said something like, "If they knew who I was, it would change everything." Was, so it's I think that's, be another, that's another throw-off, though. I think yeah. that's another throw-off. I, I, I've, I've ceased to really care that much at this point, yeah. especially... It, it didn't make much sense. Like, he, Cole got one of his gay emails that made me look at my phone uh, during that first segment on Raw this past <laughs> week. Get the little sound effect. Yeah. And uh, I just like... He must be a really incredibly fast typer because yeah. he, he, he did this, like... 10 paragraph email to Michael Cole within like seconds after Barrett and Cena had said something. Yeah, I remember that. I remember going, wait a second, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So that would lead to thinking it is Cole. Or that would lead to bad writing on yeah. the, the WWE writing stuff. Yeah, so I was, uh, I'm going to give US Adam credit for this one because we were actually kind of emailing uh, about the GM bit. And uh, so I'm going to give him credit on this one. We were kind of going back and forth about the, hey, this could be right. Uh, it's got to be a holdout. Like it's got to be big if they're going to make such a big deal out of it. One theory is they don't even know who it is yet, and they're waiting for holdouts That's, to make deals. Well, yeah. When they started this, yeah. maybe they had an idea, yeah. but it's changed, and they don't know, and they didn't know. I'm gonna stick with the whole Rock thing. My, I think the Rock is still my solid pick right now. See, I think maybe they had hope for something. I'm not saying that that's not who it is, right, right, right. But I think maybe they said, "Hey, wouldn't it be awesome if we could get the Rock? Let's do this." And let's. They went ahead and started it, not knowing if they were going to be able to get whoever they wanted yeah. or not. So. And now with this whole Foley thing, that would be awesome because can't he just be the GM slash commissioner for life? Can't we just make that happen? Because yeah. uh, he could tweak things. Right. Um, we know that to be true. Yes. And then Joey can tweet about him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Yeah. Foley and, and Styles can be the new tweak and tweet connection. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I, I think even Borash would be on board with that one, yeah. man. He'd be a little heartbroken at first, but like, yeah. hey, if it had to be somebody, what a compliment that is to yeah. me. Okay, so still hold, still going for the rock, but I give Adam a couple of uh, credits for some suggestions he had. Now, one. I was like, God, no, let's let it not be him. Maybe two of them, actually. Mm-hmm. But one is really awesome, so I'm going to go in order of... It's not Sid, is it? 
We actually didn't talk Sid. We yeah. thought that it would be funny, but yeah. I don't think it would. Uh, it's almost been too long since he's even been out there. He's got Sid's got a new look, by the way. You gotta see; it's ridiculous. Yeah. He like straightened his hair, and he looks weird, man. <laughs> he looks like that guy on. Uh, actually, the the guy on the Venture Brothers looks like he used to, but he kind of looks like that in the face oh, now. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird looking. But you got. We'll we'll find a link and we'll post it on okay. uh, the show notes. Please, please do that for the show links this yeah, week. Anyway. Uh, sorry. So he, he said that could, one of them could be Goldberg, which no. I hope it's not. Why, no. The other one that's more intriguing, but very strange and weird, which would make people say, "If you knew who it was, me, it would change everything." Warrior, because it's not apparently not out of the realm of reality at this point, because they're they're really tr- they really want to be in the Hall of Fame. And number three, which would be the absolute best, which I think is the biggest holdout right now that could be awesome, Macho Man Randy Savage. That would be awesome. Would that not... That would be... Yeah. I like that one. The, the previous two... Not so much. I'm not behind either one yeah. of them at all. But what a great suggestion on his part yeah. that it's Savage. Do you really think they would give Warrior a mic to talk to things? Think of the ratings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. If Kurt Angle couldn't do it... <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, but no, Macho Man, that would be awesome. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. On that note, and that, that left me with a smile on my face. So let's uh, let's quit while we're ahead, and I'm in Macho Man uh, nostalgia land. So you too can be a part of our all-time fantasy greatest tag team champions of the universe tournament. Yes. Uh, by getting a hold of us. How can you do that, Chris? Um, you can email us. Currently, the website is going under some changes. So Find us on Facebook for right now. Find us on Facebook. Uh, just search Wrestling House Show. We're the um, only one. Look for the purple star. Yes. Um, you can email us if you don't have Facebook or don't want to go through Facebook. Email us currently at wrestlinghouseshow at gmail.com. We'll get that one, definitely. Um, you can find the feed to our show at cnjradio.com, which is our new uh, new website for yes. the two of us. So, Absolutely. Uh, just go there, click on it, and you'll go directly to our feed. So even though the entire website is not up, you can listen to any of our wonderful shows. All 71 episodes will be up there for your listening enjoyment. Yes. And that's C as in Chris, N as in Nada. <laughs> J is in Joey Radio.com C-N-J Radio the letters C-N-J Followed by the word Radio.com I had to do that Because N sounds like Other things Like M Yes Okay So C-N-J Radio.com We'll say it a lot In the next few weeks Dot com Yeah Just go there Listen If you're listening to this Then you probably already know that And I've said this before Prove Prove it to us That you're listening you you email me and I don't know who you are. I'll still put you on the judging panel. I don't care. Oh, so let's do this thing. Tag, tag, I want to do this thing. tournament. Yeah, I got the itch. You've been talking about it for, I don't know, since we started doing this. Yeah, so. exactly. And what better time to do it than in a time where the, t- the big two companies don't care about tag team wrestling? Which could be any time, really. Yeah, so I guess we could do it three years from now and it's still be <laughs> effect. I want to do it every hard. year, damn it. <laughs> every year until they make it matter. Yeah. All right, then. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Late Late Wrestling House Show. It's late and for us. Maybe not for them. It's very, yeah, the Graveyard House Show. <laughs> graveyard Shift? I understand. Okay, all right. It's the Halloween episode, though, the Graveyard House Show. Ooh, yeah. Well, tune in the next few weeks for that one. Bye. All right, have a good evening, everyone. Bye.
the people were singing they went 